Hey, do you know what trans autistic is? Apparently we're going to be adding a, a new color to the the LGTB spectrum. Trans autistic, it refers to someone who wants to become autistic. It can also be used to describe someone who feels they should become autistic. So there you go, that's, that's the state of social media and some of these kids in the world right now unbelievable it's one of those things that if i had to see it you had to hear about it welcome to the arriving somewhere with matt j podcast commentary comedy conversation it's what the show is all about don't forget to share and, and subscribe and like and comment and all of those good things uh if you will helps the show get out there and, and continue to grow and thanks for all those that have subscribed too Pleasure, pleasure to have you. I just wanted to run over a, a bit of the, the news that's popped up just very quickly before I go into the main main thing for, for Wednesday. This Wednesday, the 29th of June, 2022. One of the first things that popped up today was a classic example of how to, how to lie with statistics or mislead using statistics. And this is the New Zealand government, currently Labour and Jacinda Ardern, putting out uh, a graph showing that they are keeping a lid on debt with New Zealand way down the end of this graph at only 20% of total GDP is, is, is debt and then it cause gradually goes up Canada's at 32 then Australia Britain and America all the way up uh, all the way up at 95.8 percent however the reality of the situation is the debt growth since 2019 as a percent of GDP, New Zealand, well on top, well on top. So we're, we're, we're catching up. There's a perfect example of how to spin what you're actually spending. And, and it's an, just another example of socialists spending uh, other people's money because we're just going into more and more debt. And obviously all of this lockdown business hasn't helped any of that. But leading on from that story, it's also been revealed today, and this is something that I speculated uh, last, uh, probably about a, uh, a year ago, that how much money uh, media outlets had received from the government, because they had received uh, a finance, or a, a, what would you call it? Because in my opinion, I'd call it a bribery package. <laughs> how to pay off the media. Uh, but it was something like the Better Journalist Fund, which is just hilarious, hilarious name. A Better Journalist Fund. Just report on what what we want you to do. Uh, give us give us a good 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 quality spin on on our policies, and attack the opposition, please. That'd be great. Anyway, there was a a because of the the, the lockdowns, the government decided to give the media something along the lines of fifty million dollars. The first package of of funding, first round of funding. Now the media also got access to the wage subsidies, and um, these companies got access to the wage subsidies. I should say. And then there was another package announced, and I, I can't remember how much that was, but I want to say another 40, 50 million. At the time, they said we'll be giving another package to the media, another round of funding, uh, but it was un, undeclared how much it was at the time. It has since come out. I just can't remember the, the total off the top of my head. But today, leading on from the, the, the GDP total percent figure, uh, today it's been revealed that from News Hub, that $43 million has also been spent on promoting the Voldemort virus medicine, 
which is the equivalent of $4 per dose delivered to date. However, last month alone, $2.7 million was spent advertising the Voldemort medicine, with only 41,000 of the, of the medicine administered. So for every dose delivered in May this year, it costs $67 per dose just to advertise. Just to advertise. Now, where are they advertising? Well, media, of course. TV, newspapers, websites, magazines. So there's another 43 million. And I was pointing this out to people last year and, and even into the start of all this. <clears throat> all the advertising, as, long, as well as the, the funding that they're giving the media, it equates to a lot more than what they're telling us. And that has just come out today. So fantastic. More money being spent there. It's also just come out today that <laughs> there's a lot of, lots, lot of stuff coming out today. Uh, the government has spent more than $1 billion, uh, I believe it was $1.2 billion on emergency housing grants uh, over the, since it came into office five years ago. A large proportion of that money has been spent on housing people in need of accommodation in motels across the country. And uh, there you go, that's just a couple of examples of government waste, as I posted on, on social media. Probable, probable, probable nepotism, you know, sending, giving friends and family contracts to to either house people or to advertise and whatever and uh just an example of of government waste and in, in the current government being uh, uh socialists how they love to spend other people's money not that they're producing anything or allowing or and and cracking while cracking down on the economy so while cutting off a lot of new zealand's production allowing people to produce and create They'll continue to spend and print money or currency is the better term. Anyway, also in the news, uh, this came out from the, the media is absolutely desperate to paint the New Zealand protests of the lockdowns that were that happened in, at Parliament grounds earlier earlier in the year. They're absolutely desperate to paint it as New Zealand's version of the sixth day of January, if you know what I'm talking about. They're absolutely desperate to paint it in that way. And at the time, there were people there that, that accused the police of using uh, acoustic devices, essentially, weapons against them, sound weapons and things. And the media and the public laughed at them, mocked them, called them ridiculous. And today, just uh, a post popped up, revealed police used sound cannons against parliament protesters two long-range acoustic devices were deployed at the parliament grounds document reveals incredible it all it all comes out over time just another conspiracy theory so i just wanted to run through a few of those things today because they seem uh, they're, they're, they're important it's important to the country you know what i wanted to talk about was this is an article that actually popped up last week and it's basically pride pride month as we are still in pride month that uh pride is being used to once again seed the idea that hate speech laws are a good idea because what happened in new zealand was we 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 and tragically canada has supposedly just pushed in some bills regarding uh, speech which is awful stuff but in, in new zealand earlier in the year we we pushed back on it and the, the government sort of backed down, but they kind of they, they implied that they're going to go at it again. And now what we're seeing in the media is an attempt to seed that idea that hate speech laws are needed. 
obviously they're incredibly dangerous things to bring in controlling speech controlling minds and if you have the wrong opinion of the day or go against the current narrative or whatever the government supports then you could be deemed as hateful you think that sounds ridiculous but just look at what what is happening in britain with comedians making jokes etc now this article is is interesting for for many reasons this is it's ignorance is breeding hate why Tauranga's queer community feels under siege. This is on stuff.co.nz, written by uh, two journalists. They needed they needed two of them. They tag-teamed this one because propaganda doesn't write itself. I, I don't know. I don't know. So the reason this is this is interesting is because about a month ago, Tauranga had a, a by-election because the local MP there, the Member of Parliament, he he stood down and so there was a seat obviously in parliament and Tauranga had a by-election and the opposition party to Labour to Jacinda Ardern the opposition party the major opposition opposition party I should say is national and they won easily I mean they more than doubled the vote of the Labour candidate and then the next candidate under that was just basically irrelevant so so Tauranga is is kind of staunchly uh not on board <laughs> with with Jacinda Ardern and co which is interesting so then this article pops up why Tauranga's queer community feels under siege after that by-election but they also bring up uh, a local college a local high school Bethlehem College I'll, I'll just I'll run through this it's such crazy spin that I'll just read through some of it uh, it says Tauranga is under fire after a spate of anti-queer sentiment surfaced in the city including an arson attack on the local rainbow center obviously nobody's condoning violence here that's 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 just disgusting uh, and it says is it coincidence or does the town have a tolerance problem Kirsty Johnston and Anne-Marie Quill report dun 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 and so this is where immediately we're going to leap into the propaganda. So does Tauranga have a, a hate problem essentially, or a tolerance problem? And it just starts off with, When Ashton Lafortiza sings, the crowd in a Mount Monganui late night venue falls silent, captivated by his voice. But if the music is the universal language, the unity stops when Ashton puts down his guitar. Quote, when I get off the stage, it starts. People calling me she on purpose or asking me questions if I was a man or a woman, he says. Mainly the abuse comes from men. I felt unsafe using the men's toilets. Once I had to leave as they bumped me and threw beer over me, soaking my clothes completely. Look, terrible if that happened and it's not, obviously, no one's, no normal human being is contoning that shit. Let's, let's just put that there. Anyway, it goes on, La, La Forteza, a trans man... So a trans man, so it's a woman who is transitioning, quote-unquote, into a man, or dresses as a man. Anyway, La Forteza, a trans man who began transitioning after high school, said eventually he stopped playing at venues in Tauranga because he didn't feel protected to the point it was debilitating. Goes on, quote, that wasn't just me feeling uncomfortable, it was actually terrifying. It affected my mental health badly. I started to feel so unsafe that I stopped leaving the house altogether. Eventually he left Tauranga too, 
So he was performing in Mount Maunganui. So Mount Maunganui is also a problem. Is it? I'm just confused here. Eventually, he left Tauranga too, moving to Wellington, a city where he says he feels welcomed, accepted, safe, and happy. Uh, just by the way, Wellington, one of the wokest cities on earth. Uh, contrast this with Tauranga, where his workmates once refused to use his preferred pronouns. Just the once? A town which he says has an issue with the rainbow community. Quote, of course there are pockets of anti-queer people everywhere, I guess, but I do feel it is more prevalent in Tauranga and more overt, he says. Wellington is more progressive, <laughs> that's an understatement, and inclusive, but it would be easy for Tauranga to be the same if people were just open to educate themselves, because it's the ignorance in Tauranga that is breeding the hate. And there you go, the hate, the hate, the hate. Now, this is where they decide to add in the Christian school. So there was an attack on a Rainbow Youth Centre and Transgender Support Service. No, hang on. There was an attack on a building in a housing Rainbow Youth and Transgender called Gender Dynamics or something on, on June 16th. The, in, the incident, which remains under police investigation, came amid growing tensions over gay and transgender rights at Bethlehem College, a state-integrated Christian school in its namesake suburb of Bethlehem on the city's western fringe. Stuff had revealed the school had been asking parents to sign a document acknowledging the belief that marriage was between a man and a woman, despite New Zealand legalising same-sex marriage in 2013. Christian school. There you go, government telling the Christian school. Well, this article telling this Christian school that the government has now told them actually what the truth is. The government will tell you what the truth is. The government loves you and cares about you. And they are your friends, okay? And they will tell you the truth. And the truth is, okay, same-sex marriage is now legal. So you're a Christian school, get on board. This is not okay. Immediately afterwards, students began coming forward with stories of discrimination at the school. Some told stuff that is small. So some, okay, how many? Three people? Two people. Some told stuff that a small group of students taking part in a recent protest about bullying were allegedly abused by opposing pupils who allegedly, that's twice, this isn't, this isn't good reporting from two people, who's editing this, who allegedly made homophobic slurs and threw fruit at them. Okay, well, it's, it's all just alleged. And there is a lot of bullying in schools, and I've had fruit thrown at me. And you know, it very well could be what they say. Very well could not be what they say. It all seems a little bit convenient. Stuff then reported that a transgender student at Bethlehem College had attempted suicide after the school refused to use her preferred pronouns or let her wear the uniform she chose. Obviously, absolutely tragic. Uh, the school having to conform to preferred pronouns is, uh, especially at a Christian school, is silly. And letting her wear the uniform that she chose is not how the school rules work. Uh, obviously there's some sort of serious uh, mental health problem going on here in my mind and that is just tragic anyway so we'll move on from that a, uh, a staff member told her apparently quote god doesn't make mistakes the school also insisted on using her dead name despite her protests so here we go here's the controlling of speech coming in and just the seeding of the idea how tragic this is, and it, it, look, that is tragic if, if this is the case, that someone's tried to commit suicide. Awful. But they'll use these anecdotal stories to, to seed the idea that hate speech laws and, and, 
and rules and things and that forcing people to to essentially lie and use preferred pronouns is is acceptable and this is how they're going to try and push it again this is what they're working towards and when i say they i mean the government which has come out and said they want hate speech type laws that's what they want and the media in this kind of article is whether intentionally or not pushing that and they stuff go on i won't go through all of this but stuff go on Uh, a working document leaked to stuff revealed the school's gender policy among its rules, biological pronouns must be used for students, and the school would approve that their name aligns with their biological sex. Uh, Bethlehem College said in a statement on, ma- on marriage was not intended to tell anyone what they were required to believe, but to transparently explain what we believe. Gender identity was an issue it had been wrestling with, it said, and had only determined its policy, which it said was a working document after considering relevant research. As Christians, we believe we find our true identity in God, said the school's board chair, Paul Shakes. We acknowledge that others have a different view of identity and we, res- and we respect this, but we don't believe people get a randomly assigned body at birth. Uh, and he went on to say that the school opened in 1988 was founded to provide a Bible-based Christian education. We therefore have a duty to our school community as well as a legal responsibility to maintain our special character as a Christian school. Yep. But the education minister is now investigating and allegations of discriminatory practices at Bethlehem, and has told school leadership it must get rid of the marriage statement. Of course, Jacinda Ardern even acknowledged the concerns about the issue. Uh, assuring the public a safe and inclusive environment was the least we could expect from New Zealand schools. Then they go on to another another man's story. After he went public, local pride advocate was the target of defamatory emails. La Forteza goes back to the, the mu- musician. And then, of course, very well-known New Zealand reporter and personality, David Farrier, who who went to Bethlehem College. He was the head boy there. So this is, again, another layer onto the story. Uh, despite, he said, David Farrier said, despite growing up there and having his own private reckoning with the church culture, he was still left shocked by the week's revelations about a place he, quote, once lived and loved. What is going on in Tauranga, he wrote. And you, you remember David Farrier for saying for coming out uh, and, and abusing national MPs for posting and liking about the Roe v. Wade decision, saying it was a good day. He abused them with what some might call hate speech underneath. He abused them online, saying, well, I won't go over those awful, awful statements from David Ferrier. But this, this article goes on and on and on, and the propaganda <laughs> really <laughs> goes on. I'm scrolling. I'm still scrolling. Amazing. I'm not going through all, all that. Uh, but there you go. The push for hate speech using pride continues. Uh, basically, it, it they find a musician that's willing to go along with, with the narrative, who's now feeling good and safe in Wellington. And also the media is quite happy to, to attack a region that has been staunchly anti uh, Ardern and, and Labour and, and the socialist movement and also bringing a famous New Zealander to, to imply that the area is now racist and he can't believe how much it's changed. How could it How could it turn this way? It's, it used to be so great and now it's just a racist hole. What's that about? What's that about? So be wary, New Zealand. The, the sad thing is is this this works on people. It, it really does work on people. It's it's like the whole lockdowns and the, and the Voldemort virus and and putin all of that kind of thing is being blamed so the virus and and putin particularly are being blamed on new zealand's economic problems 
not the government response to the virus or the Voldemort virus or or what's happening in, with Russia, Ukraine. None of that. No. And because the major opposition party is now coming under attack, I'm hearing from people around me in, in my immediate environment how awful the opposition is. And fair enough. Absolutely fair enough. However, however, <laughs> they're not the ones in charge. Ardern and co have absolute power. Absolute power. Pushing hate speech laws that they want to get rammed through got the the extreme liberalization of abortion rules brought in euthanasia have they locked down the country they segregated society they forced people into making a choice between keeping a job or getting experimental gene therapy and on and on that goes as well the the absolute excuse my language the absolute shit show that is this country's government right now and people are forgetting because it's what is immediately in the news that they are most concerned about or that is on their minds. We have such, uh, uh, to, for lack of a better phrase, as a society, we have such goldfish memories. And we know that because look at what's happened. Most people don't even know what's happened in the past 120 years with, with history. That They have no idea about the Soviet Union or Mao China, Cambodia, any of these places. Nothing. All they ever hear about is the Nazis. And that's because Nazis and Germany, World War Two is constantly pushed into our psyche just constantly pushed 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 and look at all the movies that come out about it tv shows documentaries even just people comment commentating on the state of the world it's it's nazis and fascism that you hear most of of people talking about so we as as a society goldfish memories is what we do so it's partly our our responsibility to keep to keep talking uh, about all these types of things and and keep uh, debating in a way that we can communicate different information other information possibly the correct information or at least debunk a lot of this stuff we can be the fact checkers too you know it's incredible it's incredible but also don't forget to you know have a laugh and and and, and don't forget the joy as well got to be joyful as well i know there's a lot of tragedy and trauma in the world but uh yeah, I think I'll leave it there for today. I just wanted to to to, to point out how the the push for more hate speech laws is well and truly still on the agenda. Clearly, according to articles like this one. So, thank you for listening to the Arriving Somewhere with Matt J podcast. I will be back again tomorrow, Thursday, last day of the week for the show, and hope you are doing well.